News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, on December 6th, 1922, the first anniversary of the signing of the Anglo-Irish Treaty, the Irish Free State formally came into existence. Today marks that centenary. But what is its legacy and has it been a success? John Bruton, former Taoiseach, joins me now to discuss it. John, there's been a lot of conversation about this, but when you look at the last 100 years, what stands out for you? Well, I think the first thing that stands out is that this country remained a democracy throughout the last hundred years. There were a large number of new states came into being uh, in that period after the First World War. Ireland was one of many. And most of them, uh, quite quickly, countries like Poland and Hungary, uh, lapsed into autocracy or dictatorship. And indeed, most of the European countries were dictatorships uh, by the mid-1930s whereas Ireland remained a democracy. And that is due, I think, first of all, to the willingness of the people who lost the 1932 election coming in Gael to vacate office there were, and hand over to Fianna Fáil, who took over. There were question marks at the time as to whether that would happen, but it did happen. Uh, so that sort of established democracy. And then I think the 1937 constitution, which uh, was endorsed by the Irish people in a referendum, was a very important landmark in establishing standards for democracy in this country. And that constitution has grown in strength and authority ever since. Okay, so 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 those who had won the war of independence, they surrendered peaceably the power of of the state to, to I suppose, the losing yes, which, side. which you might say is the obvious thing for them to have done, but it wasn't so obvious at the time. No, because we were born of violence to a large extent, weren't weren't we? Yes, indeed. Um, but a lot of work was done, I think, on on the, the establishing the rule of law. There had been a tendency for people to take justice into their own hands. Yeah. We've seen instances of that in more recent times uh, in, in, in parts of Ireland, uh, and that uh, was avoided strongly by the establishment of a reputable court system. We also did inherit from the British a court uh, civil service that was politically impartial. And one of the problems that other countries face, notably the United States, is they have a completely politicised civil service. And that's not good, I think, for democracy. Um, if if that characterises sort of what, what what we were dealing with in terms of the first fifty years of the state, that you know us coming into being, the war, the fall of other states, autocracies and dictatorships throughout Europe, the second fifty years, would you say that was categorised by us joining the the EEC maybe in nineteen seventy three? I, I would, and it, but it would only be fair to say that the first fifty years of the state were not very exciting. I mean, our <laughs> our level of emigration was very high. People were leaving the country. We were independent, but we weren't economically... Uh, we were poor. We were a poor country. and we were a no, poor no, no question. But by, by the changes that occurred in the 1960s, notably joining the EU in 1973, but also, I think, the Anglo-Irish Free Trade Agreement, where Ireland, which had been very protectionist from the 30s, trying to produce everything at home, which, of course, everything was of greater expense and lesser quality because you tried to do everything, uh, we moved over towards a free trade uh, uh, situation. And indeed, we probably, more than any other country in the world, have practiced um, free trade and freedom of inward investment to 
tremendous. It was quite a big change, wasn't it, from, from protectionism to what we, we describe ourselves now as a small, open economy? Absolutely. And the level of economic growth in Ireland between 1990 and 2010 was just enormous. I mean, that was the, those are the 10 years, in which, I'm sorry, the 20 years rather, in which we had the most rapid economic growth, absolutely yeah. incredible economic growth. Can I- and in a way, we're coping now with the problems of success. Yeah, and that and that's probably true. And can I ask you just about social change because we have changed very much. We were we were a very religious country at one point. We're far more secular now. I I think we were quite insular in our mindset at at one point, and now we're quite open and outward looking in more than just the economic sense. You've seen a lot of social change, Sean. I have. It was a huge change. I mean, on the other hand, I suppose it is fair to say that Catholicism was a sort of a window on on the world too, because it was a universal church. Irish people were very proud when they had the Eucharistic Congress here in 1932 that that was Ireland taking its place on the map of the world. But it was a Catholic world yeah. that they were taking our place in. And now we've moved into a different situation where, in a way, I suppose our our standards are being set um, in the media, in uh, foreign countries, in <laughs> reality shows and things like that. Okay, and I, I, I suppose lastly, for those who who, who do and, and you do hear the narrative that say that we are a failed state, what would you say to those people? I, I think that's nonsense. I mean, it depends, of course, what criteria you have for success. Uh, but if you were to say that there should be no social problems in Ireland, uh, then we're a failed state. But then every country in the world is a failed state on that basis. On that basis, uh, so it's, it's not a useful comparison. Former Taoiseach John Bruton, thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.